Hey River Vixens, it's Ryan. We have a great episode for you this week with special guest Nick Rizzo. Just coming to you with a little pre-warning. Unfortunately, this week we ran into major audio issues. Uh, we're using this online software that totally failed us, but after hours spent editing, we managed to salvage as much as the conversation as we possibly could. We hope you still enjoy, and we will be back for the Carrie episode in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to be back in town. Everything's going to be back to normal, so thanks for putting up with us as we had to deal with this remote issue. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Hey, River Vixens, it's Ryan. And Sam. We're coming to you for Chapter 30, The Noose Titans. And Titan it did. This week, we're joined by a very special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the one and only Nick Rizzo. Hey, Nick. Hello. Hello, (laughs) Nick Rizzo. Yes, Riverdale. Tell us a little about yourself. Um, well, I am a Riverdale addict. I'm obsessed with the show. Um, and I also work as a producer for Watch What Happens Live um, with Andy Cohen, who just made a little cameo um, last week on the show. Hell yeah. I don't know if you guys um, are big Andy Cohen fans, but if you're listening to this, I'm sure you are. Nick is mentioned in Andy's books as gay Nick. <laughs> oh. Yes. yes. <laughs> Here, what can you have do? you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Nick, what did you think Uh, of Andy's uh, cameo? You know, I think he talked about it a little on his radio show. Um, I, they did cut a lot of his scenes out. So Mm. I don't know if I necessarily like under it. I understood it because I got the whole story. Um, but like I, it was a little awkward where like, there was this this whole backstory about how Hermione almost became a New York housewife and that's how they know each other. So it sort of felt weird that he just came into Riverdale out of nowhere and there was no sort of explanation. Why would they cut that? Yeah, but it was still so fun. And I think he he did have like a scene with Casey Cott where they kind of like bonded over gay stuff Um, because, you know, like, He's gay. Casey Cott's gay. It's like, what can you do? Or Kevin Keller, not Casey Cott. I, I don't know if Casey Cott's gay. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, we're not putting that yeah. out there. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to. Yeah. Um, Everyone be you. <laughs> oh, that that does make a lot more sense, though. It I does. mean, it was, the yeah. cameo was still so great, but it was just so random. But that also kind of goes, uh, our a former guest, Ryan O'Connor, sort of said, he's heard that on Riverdale, they, like, film a ton of stuff and then yeah. edit down a lot that makes total sense i did love how veronica was trying to bribe josie with like a spot on watch what happens live i was like oh my god it's like our little show <laughs> now do you think josie could be anything more than the bartender though i don't think so because maybe she could do like a musical guest moment. Maybe she could do a little duet with Countess Luann. I would love to see like a Josie and the Pussycats cover of Chic C'est la Vie oh or my something. God. That would be that would be iconic. That would be very iconic. Wait, I'm really into that. I'm I think into Lou would be down. I oh she would so be down. Josie could join her Countess and Friends cabaret show. Which still to this day was the best show I've ever seen at Fifty Four Below. 
Oh my god, I still need to see it. Ryan and Ugh. I started crying. Ryan gave her flowers. Oh we were front row center. <laughs> it was really special. Oh my god, I cannot wait to see because I know that they were filming it for like New York Housewives, so I'm very excited to see it all play out and see all the other women reacting to it. Oh, that's going to be amazing. So let's get into this episode. So we start in Gay Conversion Imprisonment Center. (laughs) Oh my God, these evil nuns. (laughs) Brian, you had some iconic um, Canada-based actors in this one. Well, yeah. So one of my favorite things about Riverdale is the opportunity that it gives to like the local Canadian character actresses <laughs> just pop up like the parking attendant this week. We really had the sisters of quiet mercy shine. Um, they had some touching monologues and now knowing about Andy's cameo, I'm sure they probably had a full backstory too. Oh, I'm sure. Oh my um, God. Yeah. I wonder like yeah. how those actresses prepare. Like they probably sit and like they do like acting exercises and they're like, what is our motivation for working in this gay conversion center? <laughs> oh my god, that they are just going to like slap and torture the gay out of all these. I know kids. it's crazy, and they do that by making them watch like PSAs. No, no there is no. They are not playing burlesque at any of those movie no. nights. Oh, what Let me tell film, you. By the way. Listen, I oh. would watch that PSA any day, though. Uh. That oh the PSA with um oh my god with Kevin Keller yes. and Moose. Yeah. I wanted it to keep going, but then they cut no, it out. We yeah, get our it was like, sign me up. Right? Um Ugh, oh my god. Then with those little like tight white shirts and they were about to like go skinny oh, dipping. I know. It's such a also, little tease, also, but I guess that's what nuns oh, are I the agree. best um, at doing. My favorite trope of any like CW freeform formerly known as ABC Family, all these shows I've noticed when yes. any of the girls go crazy, like Pretty Little Liars this especially, but they did it with Cheryl. Oh, yes. With Whenever the they go crazy, they just take off their eyeliner. <laughs> like, oh, yes. that's so true. Yes. <laughs> it's true. That's like the number one thing. Like, oh, we have to make her crazy. Let's get rid of the eyeliner. Where's the makeup wipe? Yep. And no, then they oh, like, the hair styling. It's always like a few <laughs> strands of hair covering their face. Yes. yes. But, like, her manicure is still perfect, so good for her. Yeah, oh, Cheryl yeah. looks great. I liked how she they made great. her do physical labor. Listen, I'm maybe not as well-versed as I should be about how gay conversion works. <laughs> oh, I know how it works. Um, yeah, I, like, haven't called Mike Pence about that lately. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling but, uh, it wouldn't really work on me either. Like, that would be no. just a lost cause. <laughs> but I would get really tired of moving sandbags. Like, I know. That, yeah, that's would, like, that would wear me down. I mean, that's a mind fuck, you know? I asked my mom if I could be like, um, she's going to find me a hypnotist in um, Long Island because I, I need one. But, like, Good imagine. I feel like, thank you. Thank you. But I feel like. Moving sandbags like that are really heavy, like again and again. That that's kind of a form of like that probably works. It honestly, it reminded me of this episode on the Amazing Race that I still <laughs> am so scared about to this day, where they all had to unravel these bales of hay, and there were like a thousand of them. So, but the last team, and there were only like ten clues hidden in ten bales of hay. So by the end of it, these poor girls were there for like ten hours because they were going through over like 
900 bales of hay just to literally find one clue. And they did it for eight hours and could not find this fucking clue. Oh, it was, that. That's exactly what I was I was like, oh my God, they're just literally going to make poor Cheryl just like take these big sandbags and just keep moving them from one corner of the room to the other. Wow. Oh. Sam, do you think we could do the amazing race? Oh God. Brian, you know what? I think we could. I think that I would really be the, um, like the leader. Um, you think? But I think you can't do anything. Can, I, can either of you drive stick shift? Because that's no. Drive, can't no drive. Neither of us can drive. <laughs> okay, that would you know probably what? be an issue. I think we could do it, babe. I really do. I um, participated in Fear Factor once at Universal Studios in Orlando, <laughs> and I ate a bug. And then I also um, swung from a rope and I caught an octopus, but I missed it and I got out. But I do these things. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I never told you that. <laughs> I was recently in Orlando with my dad and he reminded me about that time. It was like five years ago. <laughs> oh my God. It was last week. It was last week. I couldn't catch the octopus because it was slimy, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't imagine you catching an octopus on a rope. I tried. The guy before me did it, but I'm just a girl. <laughs> anyway. a woman. Okay. Uh, back in Riverdale, we have uh, Tony Topaz, who's kind of hooked up He's with high. Josie and Veronica uh, to help search for Cheryl. Yeah. My favorite it's such line. such a cute little Charlie's Angel. Yes. My favorite line was when, like, no one was really worried until Tony goes, she hasn't posted on social media for days. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone is like, holy shit. That's real. I mean, like it's real. Like, how you know, my entire life is documented on like the gram, and also Twitter's my diary. So if I didn't post, Ryan, like you would think I was dead. Truly. Yeah, I also started recently thinking about my will, and I think the only thing I care oh. about is li- leaving my login to like my social media. Oh my god, that's such a good point. Yeah, like, like what would happen? I think I give it to Ryan. Oh, that's good, Ryan. I feel like thank you could me. split up your duties. No. I mean, I mean thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how I would like run it though. Like if you were dead, what do you want it to, it's what do you want of, me to write in your morbid. voice? Um, you know, just things that I like, like bright star quotes and maybe just how I feel about the housewives. I would do a great eulogy. Uh, you would do maybe- a great eulogy. I could Maybe sing Bright Star at your funeral. my death and we'll do that, you know? <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to Tony. I think Tony's so hot. Also, did you guys know that Tony and Cheryl are best friends, like, in real life for a long time? I love that. Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, and Cheryl, didn't Cheryl date um, Nick Carter? Or am I making this up? Wait, did she? No, not Aaron Carter. Shut the really? fuck up. Wait, what's her name? Madeline think- Petch? Yeah. Let's see. Madeline Petch. What happens? You know that I, my friend Sydney made up a, r- a rumor once that Aaron Carter died in college and everyone believed us. Oh, God. Aaron Carter <laughs> Aaron- was in the Fantastics. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. He was. Oh, my God. Aaron Carter says Riverdale Scar and ex-girlfriend Madeline Petch expo- inspired new music. Oh, uh-huh. my God. Oh, what a plot twist. Uh, Riverdale casting directors, uh-huh. please get him on. Let's stir up some drama. I, I mean, like- maybe he'll be sort of a surprise for the Carrie episode. Oh, my God. He could be like the jock. That would be iconic, yeah. Oh, that would be iconic. 
I feel oh. with his current like washed up look, like he could fit in in the South Side with the serpents. Yeah, yes. oh, yeah. Or he could be like Cheek's brother. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. You know. I don't like this. Yeah. Anyway, so Chick. Um, I'm ready for Chick to go. I call him Cheek. Cheek. Say love you. Cheek. Cheek. Cheek to Cheek. So also another my favorite part of this episode was so the girls decide to break Cheryl out of um the the conversion center and we find out pretty quickly like that's why she's there like the um prostitute mother is like yeah like I sent her away. <laughs> And then Josie, you know, Josie gets a little spooked because Cheryl was obsessed with her. But my favorite part mm. of this episode is when Veronica and Tony go to take her out of this place. They're literally wearing like bodycon, low cut, like boobs out, like black. Oh my god! <laughs> it was really. Great. I wish this came out as they were casting for the Ocean's Eight <laughs> reboot because they so would have been supporting players of that. It was so. It was good. so good. It was like the best escape from a nunnery since The Sound of Music. It was that good. I totally agree. Oh, my God. And all of those nuns with their flashlights. And it was sort of like those horror movies where the serial killer, like, doesn't really run. Like, they just walk. Like, those (laughs) nuns, I'm sorry, but they were, like, 80 years old and they were chasing them. But, like, their chasing is my power walking. It was so funny. Sometimes, like, Like, what were they going to do? What were they going to do once they catch them? I don't know. Like, what would they do? They put them in like the room with the sandbags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like show them more movies. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Also, we should mention. What? We should mention that the way they found that tunnel was through uh-huh. uh, Kevin Keller, who mentioned that uh, it's a gay hookup tunnel. I mean, I can point you to quite a few of those in Brooklyn. <laughs> Um, all over, they have them all over the place. <laughs> They're like little trolls under the bridge, you know. You just hang out by them. <laughs> I mean, this episode, Ryan, you had a great tweet because this episode had it all. It had um, gay hookup tunnels. It had Canadian extras. It had nuns, and it had your favorite character of all. Most importantly, Nana Rose Who? came through. Oh, yes, she fucking. Came oh through. my god, she. She was legendary. Legendary. That was like, that could have been a commercial for those like life alert things, <laughs> but like you don't need them because I've fallen and I can't get up, but I do not need your help because I am getting to this phone, life or death. But, you know, oh my God, the she was the that best. That army crawl was everything. 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 Oh my God. Ugh. I need to know more about her eye because that I would hate as an, like, if I acted, I feel like I would hate having that. It has to be, like, a contact, yes, right? I think so. Yes, that white thing. I would be so annoyed by that. I don't that. think it's her real and eye. No, no. It and we be. learned that uh, she has a cataract and can't see out of that eye. Uh, because in conversion therapy, <laughs> uh, they put the pieces together that when Cheryl was younger, Nana Rose would often mix up her and Jason dressing them yes. because of her eye uh, and dress her in boys clothes which is obviously why she's a lesbian because that's why that happens yes probably oh my god yeah that's how it happens I mean if Jason if Jason lived longer he could have been on Drag Race hey what queen do you think he'd be most like oh my god I feel like he'd be most like 
I feel like he he was very sweet and shy, but he was giving me a little Jinx Monsoon. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe like without the personality. Okay. Maybe like a Violet yeah. Chachki Jinx Monsoon mashup. Kind of like Violet Chachki's personality with Jinx Monsoon's aesthetic. I like that. Yeah, with like the body of milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah. Can we also uh, talk about the kiss? Yeah. Oh was, my god, the, the kiss. kiss. I must cry. That was so I mean oh, I loved yeah. that. I feel like in this era of Love Simon, like having two girls kiss each other in the middle of a gay conversion therapy movie <laughs> night, like it can't get any better. Only in Riverdale, baby. Only in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It, yeah. I was wondering, like, there was no supervision in that movie night. I was expecting a nun to, like, come screaming in through the door or I know. something. The Ugh. nuns are probably, like, smoking oh, well. weed and, like, playing poker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of like when you're in school, like, when the teacher would throw on a movie, they'd be like, ugh, thank God I don't have to talk to these kids yeah. today. Uh, I do, part of me does wish that, like, they had um, Veronica and Josie dress up as nuns, kind of like how Christina Aguilera oh did God. when she was a nun. And then she like undressed to reveal her little like cat suity thing. That would have been, been fun. That's a missed opportunity. Oh, well. Oh, well. Next, time, next time they, you know, try to get someone out of that gay nunnery. Um, Maybe that- next year's musical can be Sister Act. <laughs> I would, I would love, love that. It could be um, oh. a Matina character. Josie could be, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just think we need more Josie on the show. Ooh, do Ugh. you think that Josie's going to have like an identity crisis and actually start liking Cheryl? Oh. Oh, that would be a cute right? love triangle. Me too. I would love okay, that. Okay, speaking of getting things out of places, the car. The car oh, gets pulled from the lake. I mean, that was such a mistake. I mean, I've never yeah. killed someone or hidden anything. Actually, I really did at, okay. I'll tell you later. But um, I killed someone in a lift line inadvertently. Okay. Oh, right, 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 right. oh my God. Have you told that story oh on pod? God. Oh, I haven't. Want me to tell it quickly? Oh, my God. I was in LA, and I took my mom to a taping of the America favorite hit, America's Got Talent. And then I was meeting my friend for dinner in Studio City, and I was all the way in Burbank. So I called my mom an Uber on my account, but I can't take an Uber now on my account. Oh, woe is me. So I called a Lyft, and I was like, oh, it's traffic, blah, 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 blah. So I called a Lyft line. I don't take Lyft lines a lot. I'm very loyal to the Ubs. So I go in the Lyft line, and when you click on Lyft line, it defaults immediately to like – the carpool thing. So this man, like we stop and this man gets in the lift line and I'm like sitting in the front with like my fabulous driver. I forgot what her name was, but she was great. And um, this man gets into the back and he's like panting and sweating. And I'm like, and he like starts calling someone and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I just hope I get there before she dies. I go, sir, um, I'm in no rush. Like we could drop you off first. Like no problem at all. And he's like, Oh, okay, okay, I didn't realize this is a carpool. It's my mother-in-law. And he tells me about how she's like on life support, her last licks of life. But then he's on his third chapter. It turns out he was a screenwriter and actually worked at the agency, was read by the agency that I worked at at the time. And like weird connections. And 
I end up giving him a life talk. I'm like, life is short. You got to do what's right for you. Finally, we get to the hospital. He looks at me and he's like, thank you, Sam. I know what I have to do. And then I found her obituary two weeks later. Wow. I did it. Oh, my God. So you're a murderer. But you had nothing to do with her death. <laughs> yeah, no. And I told him to pull the plug, you know? Oh, my God. Oh but, like, if you God. talked to him, you would have told him the same thing. Yeah. Oh, God. So wow. That is, like, that is a very um, morbid lift line. I know, but I gave the driver a good rating, you know? That's good. Thank you. When I do lift lines, like we play Beyonce <laughs> with like just random people, and it's so fun. I kill people but, inadvertently. Like, <laughs> well, okay, okay, but at least I didn't. Oh, at least I didn't take the proof and put it in the lake. That's very true. Yes. I would never do that. You don't put a car in a lake. No, you drive. You you drive your car. You drive the car to some random town so far <laughs> away from you that there's no connection whatsoever, Greendale. and then someone just picks you. Yeah. Not even even further. You drive like two hours away, Water and then down. someone else drives in another car. Yeah, and then you like Jughead drives you. You get in Jughead's car. You just leave the car there. Done. Yeah, <laughs> we'll call you when we kill someone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we were confused on that episode. Like, how did they know the car was going to sink? Period. Anyway, of course they find the car. It turns out that it belongs to Darla who was uh, that guy's girlfriend's. Oh, God, yeah. She, I was not a fan of her. Molly Fitzpatrick <laughs> wrote something in her recap that really, I thought it was hilarious and very accurate. She was like, Darla, who looks like Gwyneth Paltrow, if Gwyneth Paltrow led an entirely different life. Yeah. <laughs> 1,000%. Yes. No goop here. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, no. But Darla is oh, like God. this, like, she kind of blackmails them. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I mean, if I were, I would do the same thing if I were her. Cause these kids have no idea what they were that's doing. That's true. That's true. But she only asked she for 10,000. Straight from the Florida project to Riverdale. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. You're right. Um, I thought she kind of lowballs them for $10,000. So, yeah. 10,000. Like easy. Like I can ask someone to like, sell their Birkin and get that for me. Yeah, like I don't, that, you know, in the, today's day and age, that wasn't going to last her a very long time. No. no. She didn't think that through. She, if she's from Florida, mm-hmm. like the, you know, Florida project, then she doesn't know. <laughs> Although she could, she could spend it all in one place and get those really cute um, YSL boots that everyone has lately. <laughs> or the like, Gucci loafers. You know, the ones that Rihanna has. She gets the Gucci loafers and still yeah. have so much change, you know? Oh, perfect. perfect. Yeah. We'll we'll personal yeah. shop with her. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be fun. fun. <laughs> anyway, but also a big yeah. development with the Coopers, um, Cheek decides to leave. <laughs> I think it was time. But I what's think his purpose? Hopefully what, Nick, this... Nicholas, what do you think his yeah. purpose is? Like, what's his point? I think he came into their lives to sort of like show both um Betty and Alice that they have this darker side to them and really I, I think it was like to sort of show that there is a dichotomy to both of them where they do have this darkness inside of them and now that we've seen that I think it's time that we bid adieu to Mr. Cheek. You know what? <laughs> You're right and isn't Cheek better? I love Cheek. Cheek, Cheek, Cheek. <laughs> I love Cheek, yeah. I think he's gonna, he's gonna come back. We haven't seen the last of him. I think so too. 
I think it's a dude. Yeah, like a black hood he was too back. creepy to just disappear. Right. Yeah, but it like, but oh, it like yeah. wasn't the black hood. I know. Yeah. What's your theory? Before we leave Darla, I just wanted to point out. Uh, I kind of loved that bank subplot where they're like, oh, well, the bank's not going to be open until the next morning. And she's just like, well, <laughs> no. I'll stick around. <laughs> like, I would watch a full. Got any board? <laughs> yeah. I would watch a full episode of them, like, playing apples to apples. <laughs> yes. Or cards yes. against humanity. Yes. Oh, that'd be good. Um, and, and of course she wasn't going to leave. And of course the boyfriend shows up. Alice says to Betty, don't come home. Um, and thankfully she roped in, uh, some Southsiders to come protect them. She did. She did. That was so good. I loved that part. Although I was upset that she, um, that she didn't unlock the door for them. So they had to like bust open the door. I don't know if you saw that. Like, yeah, I, she just got into the house. She didn't have to leave the door, like just leave the door unlocked because you knew that they were coming. That's true. Instead, you busted up your mom's door, but that's fine. I mean, I guess that's it's better true. than the alternative. Yeah. And it maybe Alice didn't even spend the night at her house. Oh, yeah, right. I don't. What, what did you guys think? I think I, mean, I her and FP. I feel like I'm liking that. I love together. them together. Yeah, sorry, Hal. I think they have really good chemistry. Yeah. The only thing I really want is I really want Nev Campbell to come in and play Jughead's mom because that would just be such a beautiful Scream reunion. And as a huge fan of the Scream movies, I would just be obsessed. That would be like my everything. (laughs) And that's pot. We haven't met his mom. Or Jellybean. Yeah. Yeah. We need some Jellybean. I might like go back into acting so I can cast myself as Jellybean. Please do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the other major plot line, we're back with Hiram and Archie. Archie's really bothering me lately. You guys, I could care less about this plot yeah. line. I know it's like we have to, but I'm like. I don't care. Ugh. I don't give a shit. The whole mafia stuff. I did love that when they sat down at that Italian restaurant, it was literally like a parody of The Godfather. It was so cheesy. It. But I was living for it. Um, Although I will say, I was trying to think, because, like, something I love about Riverdale is that I feel like we always have to have this, you know, zeitgeisty teen drama of the moment. You know, like Dawson's Creek, The O.C., Gossip Girl, whatever. This is, I don't know, I don't remember another teen drama that's gone into the mobster mafia territory. So this is kind of exciting. I agree with that. (laughs) Any excuse to hear them say yeah. Papa Poutine again, I'm actually okay. I decided with. I'm going to name my first Ugh. child Papa Poutine Gold. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so one of the writers from Canada oh my definitely God, I didn't think about had something that. to You're do right. with that. Because that is. Oh my God. I'm an idiot again. Yeah. That's so true. They have to, yeah. It's so funny. That was so funny. <laughs> they're giant bowls of pasta. <laughs> so, so Lenny and Carl are in town, um, and they're trying to get a cut of Hiram's prison uh, because Hermione is running for mayor. <laughs> it's all a bit, it's all a bit uh, up in the air. Yeah. Um, 
it was kind of fun when Archie stepped in and threatened them and they just laughed at him. I'm like, thankfully the show is acknowledging just how dumb and ridiculous Archie is. Archie is literally so dumb. <laughs> yes. He just like doesn't realize right. like and you I need still, backup like, in these situations. So like, yeah. The pretty boys usually are, you know? I know. What'd you say? I do love his accent in yes. real life yeah. too. Oh, I know. He's. I love uh, his accent in real life. Sexy little. I mean, anyone with an accent, like, they're instantly hotter. You know that whenever I'm, like, walking in public, especially in Times Square, and I try to, like, get my way, like, try to, like, move people out of the way, I'm always like, excuse me, excuse me. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sure people love that. It was more Dorit over anything else. Nick, I'm really good at Dorit voice. That was very Dorit. PK, PK. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I would love to see Dorit in Riverdale. I would love to see the real houses in Riverdale. what to do with herself. Me, too. Well, oh, yeah. (laughs) I would love to see that. That would be iconic. Nini in Riverdale, she would have a field day. Oh, my God. Oh. Because you know she would run for mayor, and she and oh, she would her no, against she Hermione. Her I would love she to was see in that. Chicago. And Glee and Cinderella. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Glee, and the new Cinderella. Normal. I just had a Cinderella yeah. run. Of Cinderella. Rome. I just didn't speak English. <laughs> oh my god! I just had a Cinderella Renaissance. <laughs> I was listening to it. What a beautiful score! Yeah, Rogers and Hammerstein. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, they're talented oh my guys. God. Yeah, good good for them. Good for Nick, them. Has, has any has anyone from Riverdale been on Watch What Happens Live yet? I mean, obviously Mark. I don't Yeah, Mark was, but I don't think so actually. Um which is a bummer. Um but hopefully now that Andy's cameoed, they can you know, right? they, they can come on because yeah. I would love that. And they just stopped filming, right? So oh, the, like now yeah. they're kind of back in town. Yeah, they just stopped filming. Yeah. I would love to know if any of them are like Housewives fans because that would be fun to pair them with mm. a housewife, especially since New York is starting back oh, up again. Oh, that would again. be amazing. I feel like that would be yeah. very fun. Yeah. Um, also, we failed yeah, to mention the best that. part of this episode that I think the three of us can relate to really well is um, Cheryl gets – out of this gay conversion center, she really has no family right now. She has nobody except for Tony. And what's the first thing she does? Vie for the lead in the school musical. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Did we even establish where she's living right now? No. Like, is she going back to live with her prostitute mother? I don't, I don't think so. I feel like that. I don't think that's a good option. I, you know what? I really don't either. I don't think that she's welcome there. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, Ryan and I pretty much, I think we're right about this, but what do you think? Um, What's his name? Uncle Fester. And, Uncle um, Claudius. Uncle Claudius. And- <laughs> oh, God. I what do not like him. I think, I mean, it has to do something with getting more money. Because, like, because um, didn't Cheryl, she, like, destroyed all of their fortune and stuff with the house. Yes. Like all their money was stuck in the house and like, because she burned it. I mean, I feel like there has to be some sort of like financial situation. Yeah. yeah you're right. It's always about money. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. 
But who knows? I'm excited. I had no idea. I feel like they teased us for so long with this, like, Hiram um, Lodge thing where they were like, we can't tell everyone our real plan. Like, we got that tease for so long before we finally found out, oh, they want to yeah. build the prison. I know. Like, were you let yeah. down by that? So I feel like... I just feel not necessarily, but I thought it was going to be a little more complicated than that. Yeah. Yes. That I think, sense. I think it still might be like that. Can't, yeah. Sam sent me an article uh, this week uh, explaining mm. how the black hood is in fact going to come back. I think the lodges have, have their hands in the black hoods actions. And I think that might be the thing that does Archie yeah. kind of like, going back to his dad I, I guess we should address okay lots of things first of all i just want to address while we're on the subject cheryl's iconic turn to the camera for this school will burn yeah <laughs> yeah it was like very frank underwood um loves that okay going back to archie uh how he wasn't there for fred this week how he's first no. of all but also Reggie saying something yeah. bad about his dad made him win the arm wrestling match. So there's obviously still a love there. Um, but when Hiram's buying new cars, it makes sense that maybe you're not paying as much attention to your own father. No, it's true. It is true. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that car. Like, where did they get that? I, I like, I was very uncomfortable with that. Um, especially like i would not accept that as a gift archie especially knowing what the lodges do i feel like that is gonna embroil you it's just dragging you deeper and deeper into this mess that i don't think he's gonna be able to get out of unscathed no i know but i think that archie's now like he's digging it so deep and he like truly admires hiram where it's like something there's gonna be a big altercation or something's gonna happen it's not yeah. going well. Also, I feel like I don't think it's going to end well for Hiram either. Like going into the season, like as we're nearing the end of the season, like where is he going to go from here? And if people like thwart him, like is he going to go back to jail? Uh, like what nefarious things is he still planning? I just feel like it doesn't bode no, well for his doesn't. character. No, Mark has things to do. Yeah, I don't see him sticking around in Riverdale for too much longer. Uh, we should also just mention quickly that there was the other mm. subplot of the uh, school government election. Uh, so they had had that little debate between Jughead and Betty, uh, Veronica and Archie, and Reggie yes. and Josie. Um, oh my god, Reggie and Archie's arm wrestle was so got me so like hot and bothered with those arms they framed that shot perfectly like that cinematographer needs an emmy how they put both of those those muscly arms they just like flanked the screen it was gorgeous oh my god i can't i can't i do hope we get more locker room scenes in the future i'm sure we will (laughs) i that's a necessity they will they know their audience yeah like yeah it's happening and we need more like fights in the locker room too yeah and i think every episode requires someone to be shirtless like one thousand percent and now that we've gotten quite a few girl on girl kisses i'm kind of ready for um kevin keller to you know start being like 
maybe a little slutty and let's see oh my him. god yeah. i want him to have his moment you know yeah like he's I mean, really we hear only... about him being slutty yeah but we never see anything we only had that like greasy guy from the serpents last season and then also moose which that was like such a little closet case situation i want him i want him to be happy me too i want i uh, yeah Kevin needs his moment yeah well we know fangs is we know fangs is co-directing yes. with harry yes. with kevin so, so there's definitely going to be some some action going on soon. Well, we'll see. Fuck yeah, there is. I'm so excited for Carrie. Carrie is so good. Oh my god, guys, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's gonna yeah. be a night we'll never forget. Um, I love anything, that. I also oh Nick, did you know that Ricardo Scalafatamana, the showrunner, is uh, um, yeah, he's writing Magic Mike the musical. Oh my god. You know, I saw Magic Mike live in Vegas, and let me tell you, if it's anything like that, I am going opening night. I'm getting premium tickets. <laughs> I am, oh my god. That is going to be everything. Also, I read the first script for Sabrina. Oh. And I gotta say, the jump to Netflix for this series is a smart move, because it's dark, and it's like, it's also yeah. like kitschy and campy like this, but it's going to be really good. Oh my god, yes, Kiernan Shipka. Yeah, stay tuned for Sabrina. Moving on after Mad Men. Oh my god, she's moving on after Mad Men, getting that Netflix money. Like, she is, she is having a career. She is. Let me tell you. Um, Guys, there was no Miha moment in this week. No. Oh yeah. Which was, I guess it's fine. (laughs) I guess it's okay. You know, Um, Nick, something we like to be asking our guests lately, what would your serpent name be? Oh, my serpent name would probably be the same as my drag name if I ever did drag. Yes. So it would probably just be like Rosé Rizzo. Oh. And I would just walk around with a leather jacket, just swirling my glass of rosé and looking like fierce. But also like, I don't know if I'd get a serpent tattoo, but maybe, Wait, I don't know. The fact that Betty wanted a serpent tattoo, girl. I mean, that's a permanent choice. <laughs> yeah. And you really got to think about those things. For a boy. You it- Yeah. I think she's going to get it. Gonna I mean, it yeah. That's so I mean, I have been into snakes lately just because I am obsessed with Taylor Swift's reputation <laughs> and I'm not sorry about oh, it. I love it so much. Um, the new yeah. video released today on Spotify. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. So cute. So simple. She's free. She's living her best life. I just bought a pair of snakeskin leggings for her tour. So like, I could also be a serpent. You never know. Never know. Actually, you know what? I'm a Slytherin, so I could probably be a serpent too. Oh, I'm such a Slytherin too. It's bad. Me too, but I like being bad. (laughs) I know. It's funny because it's like whenever any of my friends talk about what house they're in, everyone's just like, Nick, you're a Slytherin. And I'm like, that is just so, like, I can say it, but for you to say it to me, I was like, I'm so offended by this, (laughs) even though I know it's true. And it's honestly, it's the highest compliment because Slytherin, I don't know if you've seen the Tony Award winning incredible play Puffs off Broadway. Oh, I haven't. I want to. Pretty good. Um, But they literally, they're like, they're like the smart ones, the brave ones, the ones we don't know, and the blondes who always talk like they're going to throw a glass of white wine in your face. Those are the same. Yes. That's it. Well, you know. 
Oh Nick, thank you so much for for joining us this week. Where where can we follow you online? Oh my god, my pleasure. Um, I'm on like Twitter and Instagram, like Nick Rizzo eight one five, because I I used to be upset before Riverdale and before Housewives. I used to be obsessed with Lost, I so I was Lost. like, oh oh, I'm just gonna put eight one five in front of all my little like social media things. Um, so yeah, Nick Rizzo eight one five. Because I love, I love just remembering that plane that crashed on an island. <laughs> so weird. Never forget. Well, uh, yeah. Sam, where can we follow you? Sam Gold with two D's, like my. Oh, I have to cough. <laughs> Sam Gold with two D's, like my boobs. You can follow me oh. at Ryan Bloomquist. Follow the podcast at Riverdish. Uh, email us your predictions, thoughts, excitement uh, for the Carrie episode, riverdishpod at gmail.com. And uh, while you're at it, leave us a little review on iTunes. They're super helpful. We know it's such a common trope of podcasts, but they really do help. And we got a new review this week uh, from uh, Cheryl Blossom Wannabe. She goes, I, I, I say she, it's probably a he. <laughs> this podcast is so entertaining. I wish I had discovered it sooner. The hosts are funny, well-spoken, and they share interesting opinions about the plot. Love all the musical theater references. Definitely check this out. You won't regret it. Cheryl Blossom Wannabe. Yeah, that's you? like, you know, step aside, Brantley. Uh, thank you so much. I mean, so much. Oh uh, so, Nick, we love you. You can always find Nick at Marie's Crisis. Yes, I love Marie's Crisis. Except they never play Legally Blonde no, when I want them to, that. but that's okay. These ain't last time I was there. They're very stingy. Yeah, they are. But you know what? If you dream it, you can do it. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. Don't kill people in lift lines. And that's Bye. it. Bye. Bye.